Today is Sunday, December 4th. This is the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show. I'm Eric Baker. Our top story this week, East Pasco Education Academy, formerly James Irvine Education Center, an alternative school here in Dade City, is undergoing many positive changes in an effort to shed their bad reputation. New school principal Shelly Carino and assistant principal Jessica Mitch both joined the team roughly one year ago and bring collectively 30 plus years of experience working with alternative schools to help write the ship. Here's assistant principal Jessica Mitch with more information. So we are an alternative school um, that in the past has had a bad reputation in the neighborhood and we are trying to really change that so that we are seen more as that second chance opportunity for students who may have made mistakes either with their academics or their behavior so that we can work with them on making those improvements. Jessica went on to talk about some of the changes they've implemented and how they are already seeing results. Um, we have implemented a new behavior system that focuses on both academics and behavior. And with that, we were able to have over 14 students earn honor roll with four of those being straight A honor roll. We have also had 10 students that were able to get their promotion requirements to be able to transition to the high school um, before September 1st. And then we also have a lot of students that are eligible to transition back to their schools because they have made those um, valid improvements in behavior and academics. And we are very proud of these changes. Um, we continue to build relationships with the community to sponsor our different activities and to really see that we are making these positive changes for the community, the students, and the school. Jessica added, we just want to let the community know that we are no longer James Irvine, the school for, quote, difficult kids, as they used to say. We are East Pasco Education Academy, a, quote, second chance school with a mission to motivate our students to discover their small successes every day. From her kitchen to your table, Dinner's Ready, located on the corner of 6th Avenue and Meridian Avenue in Dade City, offers a different dinner menu daily and a new menu each month. Whether you dine in or take home, call ahead ordering is recommended. Open from 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, closed on Tuesdays. They also offer catering for small gatherings to large weddings. For more information, call Don Enright. 813-997-5154. Thousands of people attended the 38th annual Downtown Dade City Christmas Stroll last Saturday, December 3rd, enjoying carriage rides, having pictures with Santa, and a whole lot more. The tree lighting ceremony was the highlight of the evening, and Pastor Robert McConaughey got things started with the invocation. Hey, what a privilege to be a part of a community that celebrates Christmas together. And I'd like to ask you to join me as I pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you have gifted to us. Father, and I thank you for the opportunity to gather together and to celebrate Christmas. And to understand that, Father, that it's all about Christ. Lord, as the light the tree tonight, let it be a reminder of us of the light of the world that came and gave of himself. As we celebrate this Christmas season together. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Mayor James Shive then talked about the history of the downtown Dade City Christmas Stroll. To give you some history, it was 38 years ago today that a handful of merchants put together a plan to give back to their community for the support they have received all year long. That plan was the birth of Dade City's Christmas Stroll and soon became that signature event that hearkened family and friends home for the holiday season. 
It was a nostalgic time, a time for reunion, a time for fellowship, good cheer, all the ingredients for a Hallmark Mona. I can tell you that that initial plan has played out well over the years because as times have changed and the years have marched on, I'm proud to say that Dade City still retains that small town historic charm that everybody loves to come home to, especially during the holidays. Because you know, Christmas in Dade City is truly a special time in Dade City. So, you know, our wish for you tonight is that you leave here feeling the spirit of Christmas and it follows you to find moments of joy and warmth as the new year approaches and to inspire others with that same spirit all year long. After last year's paper lighting station used to light the Christmas tree fell apart, Mayor Scheib decided to build a new one made from pieces that he found at local thrift stores and he unveiled the new light box at tonight's Christmas stroll. Mayor Scheib then proceeded to do a countdown to light the tree. We do have video of this up on our Facebook page. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Five, four, three, two, one. Thank you, Miss Holly. You did a beautiful job and Merry Christmas, Dade City. American Pizza Oven on Meridian Avenue has partnered up with 7th Street Mini Golf and Game Parlor, both located in downtown Dade City. Bring your receipt from American Pizza Oven to 7th Street Mini Golf and Game Parlor on Tuesdays and receive a buy one, get one half off your second round of golf. In local sports, the Pasco Pirates boys and girls basketball season is underway and both the varsity and junior varsity teams have new head coaches who are looking to turn things around in their respective programs. The last few years have been challenging for the boys varsity team having not won a game since 2019 when they went 5-18. New varsity head coach Lee Davenport is looking to change things around by implementing a system to teach the fundamentals of the game and how to fight. Fundamentals have not been a thing here for a while and consistency in building a system. So I'm putting in a system this year and the system's all about starting at the bottom, working very, very uh, diligently with these kids to teach them the game and learn, teach them how to fight yes, from the sir. very beginning. We just saw that in football. You can turn things around really quick when you get a lot of fire under underneath some kids. A lot of talent's been here for a long time. They just haven't been able to pull it out and that's what we're trying to do this year. I asked Coach Davenport who the team leaders are and who are some of the up-and-comers that we should look out for. Uh, Gabe Hernandez back as a, as a starting point guard. Uh, River Randall is going to be, he's not playing tonight, he's got a knee issue. Um, JJ Chapman is uh, 6'6", uh, forward, we've got him uh, coming back from last year. Um, so we've got Braden uh, Tarchis coming back from last year as a junior. Um, Jeez, there's so many of them. Shiloh McCoy. A lot of, a lot of kids, most of them are going to be juniors. I've only got one senior that's coming back as a starter. But uh, those are kind of the ones to be looking for right now. But I've got some up-and-comers that we stole from JV that uh, hopefully will put up some numbers for us. I then caught up with new junior varsity head basketball coach Dylan Kinsman to find out what the keys are for them to have a successful season this year. 
Definitely putting all the past seasons behind us. We definitely need some camaraderie and some teamwork that I feel like uh, just from stories I've heard we haven't had maybe in the past here. Uh, and all together, like I think this squad has much more pride in like Pasco High School than they have in the past. The school in general this year has way more pride than I think they've had in the past. Um, and I'd say at the end of the day, we got to just score more points. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Coach Kinsman then went on to talk about some of this year's team leaders. Zion number 17 right here and Jace number 24. Those are my two captains. Um, they're both sophomores and yeah, they're both second year playing stuff like that. Next, I caught up with new girls varsity basketball coach Bruce Patterson to find out what he's focusing on going into this season. A lot of hard work, um, a lot of defense and a lot of determination uh, just to want to get better every day. Coach Patterson then went on to tell me who his team captains are this year. Uh, I, have, I have a few, uh, but my captains right now, Mariah, uh, number 23, she's a senior. Haley uh, is a junior, and Celeste is a senior. They've all been with the program three, four years. Um, so they've been here since, since the start, and they, they're keeping the engine going right now. And finally, Coach talked about what his overall expectations are for this season. You know, I just want the girls to learn how to love to play basketball. I love this game. I want them to learn how to love it. Um, I want them to learn how to play together and just, you know, slowly start to build the program back to what it used to be. I then caught up with new girls junior varsity head coach Robin McDonald to ask her what the game plan is for this season. So really, it's the basis of communication, really focusing on our defense, making sure our girls just feel comfortable around each other and just really coming together. Coach McDonald went on to tell me about her coaching style. Mine personally, communication. I like to run the floor um, and defense. Defense. Yeah, for sure. Coach finished up by telling me that she wanted to help rebuild the program and have a winning season overall. We want to have a winning season. We want to have, you know, a great playing team and to help rebuild a great program overall. Last week, the St. Leo Lions women's basketball team defeated Emory Riddle by a score of 77-66 to improve to 6-0 on the season and remain undefeated. The St. Leo Lions men's basketball team also defeated Emory Riddle last week by a score of 76-75, handing the Eagles their first loss of the season. The St. Leo Lions men's team improved to 4-3 on the season. Sweet Sprinkles is your one-stop shop for all your holiday baking needs. Let Sweet Sprinkles bake for your holiday events, cupcakes, cakes, and more. For more information, call or text 401-649-7010 or visit them online at sweetsprinklesllc.com. And don't forget to tell them The Wire sent you. In local history, some interesting facts about Dade City. The Dade City Chamber of Commerce celebrates a 100th anniversary in 2022. It began as the Dade City Board of Trade, whose origin derives back to 1913. The earliest focuses were on agriculture, chiefly the Florida cattle tick eradication. The first chamber president was Frederick D. Costner, a civil engineer who also 
served as the mayor of Dade City. Per J. Thomas Touchton of the Tampa Bay History Center, Dade City will celebrate the 125th anniversary of the arrival of Miss Polly Emery Touchton's family to Dade City from Kentucky in 1898. The Emery Touchton's family collective impact upon the board of trade, women's club, garden club, Hugh Emery Library, and the community will be celebrated as, quote, Touchton Park in 2022. Credit to Madonna Jervis Wise, madonnawisebooks.com. In local weather, we have an almost perfect week of weather ahead of us with highs in the 80s and lows in the 50s pretty much all week long. We don't expect to see any rain either as our rain chances are below 10% every day this upcoming week. All major U.S. stock market indexes posted slight gains this past week as the S&P 500 rose 1.1%, the Nasdaq increased 2.1%, and the Dow climbed 0.2%. Saturday, December 10th, beginning at 10 a.m., is the second annual Pasco High School swim team Eggnog Mile, located at WF Edwards Stadium. There will be a Christmas cookie bake sale, pictures with Santa, toys for tots donations, and of course, the race itself. This event is not recommended for lactose intolerant individuals. For more information, contact Coach Patterson at bpatters at pasco.k12.fl.us or lbfisher at pasco.k12.fl.us. On Saturday, December 17th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. is Storytime with Miss Claus at the Dade City Heritage Museum, 14206 U.S. 98 in Dade City. Come out and enjoy Storytime, cookie decorating, crafts, and model trains. Wednesday, December 21st through Friday, December 23rd, First Baptist Dade City presents the 6th Annual Gingerbread House Contest at the Church Street Christmas. Stop into the First Baptist Church to enjoy the exhibit free of charge. They have cash prizes totaling more than $1,000 and it's completely free to enter. Check out their website for more information, www.dcgingerbread.com. Did you know that Day City Wire now has a print publication and a digital version of the news? Well, we do. Look for the print publication at select locations around downtown Dade City and look for the digital version on our website, DadeCityWire.com forward slash print. Is there something happening in Dade City this upcoming week that you'd like us to help spread the word on? Remember to always use hashtag Dade City Wire in all your posts that you want us to know about and we'll find you. We're looking for people who want to get involved with the show, write articles in the wire, and even help produce these podcasts. Email us if interested and let's do lunch to talk about how you can get involved. Info at DadeCityWire.com. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you again next Sunday right here on the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show.